Congressman, uh, Congressman, do you want do you expect a move towards the Joyce proposal towards empowering Patrick McHenry today? Look, I, 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 if we can't get to 217 today, we need to get the House floor back up and running. I have a bill in House uh, Foreign Affairs Committee today that we're marking up to sanction Iran and Iranian petroleum uh, even further. We need to be moving these bills on the House floor, uh, given the situation in Israel. So uh, there's a lot of work to do. Uh, and if we can't come to a, an immediate consensus on a speaker, uh, then we need to empower Patrick to govern. And, and that's, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the most important thing we can do today. All right. So Senator President Biden is going to address the nation tonight, talking to Americans about the need to support Israel, but more than Israel, also Ukraine as well. And White House aides have suggested they're going to put together a funding request, could be up to $100 billion for those two nations, as well as Taiwan and border security. So let's get your assessment here. Is that an appropriate figure to ask for? And do you think it could pass through the Congress? Well, I think it can pass through the Senate. As an appropriate level, level you want to see what it's going to break down to. Uh, we're told that $60 billion is what the Ukrainians need, as opposed to just giving the Ukrainians a little here and a little there and a little there. That $60 billion is what they would need for some time to come, so there'll be no more ask of Congress. Now, certainly the border, the southern border of Mexico, we need help there. Not just money, but policy to try and keep this influx from being so crazy. Um, as regards um, uh, passing, I think it'll pass. It'll pass the Senate. Now, obviously, the House doesn't have a speaker. Um, uh, but I think that the package together would pass. But again, I, I can't really predict what's going to happen in the House right now. <laughs> None of us can, Senator. None of his can. Um, well, a lot of moving parts, but with Secretary of State Blinken, they were able to orchestrate and reorchestrate a meeting with the War Cabinet, a meeting with Netanyahu, and a meeting with first responders and victims, and send at least three messages to the world uh, that they're with Israel, uh, and number two, that they stand ready to support, and number three, that other Arab nations perhaps ought to join in and help with this situation, some headway being made with Egypt. What do we, what are you going to be looking for from the president tonight? Yeah. And Mika, just to add to that, I mean, if you're on the national security team or in the State Department or Department of Defense, you are not you have not slept in nearly the last two no. weeks and they are working round the yeah. clock. I, I know from talking to a lot of officials there, they're very focused on getting aid in right now, which has obviously had a lot of fits and starts. But for the speech mm -hmm. tonight, you know, even with the way that the American public consumes information in so many different ways, a primetime address is still an enormous opportunity for a president because people People yeah. are tuning in who may not be consuming as much about the details of the ups and downs of the war and the devastation that all of us are. And they're very mindful of that. You're very mindful of that if you're sitting in a White House. So the president uh, going into tonight, when these speeches are short, they're more like 10 to 12 minutes, because frankly, that's the amount of time networks will give you, will give the White House um, to do an address like this. Maybe a little bit longer than that, but that's pretty short for President Biden. And he really needs to convey 
to the public what why he's so involved in national security issues, why he's so invested in Israel, why he's been why he took this trip, why aid is so essential to help the Israeli people, to help the Israeli government, but also why aid is so essential to help the Palestinian people. He's going to talk about both of those. The other piece of this that we have not been talking about a lot lately, Mika, is aid to Ukraine. And that will definitely mm -hmm. be a part of this speech. It is the biggest part of the package the White House is requesting. It's so essential. And right now, I mean, Vladimir Putin has has not had the eyes of the world on him. They need to be back on him. The eyes need to be back on the aid that Ukrainians need. So it's all of those. Why is he involved? Why do these national security issues matter to the American people who are sitting at home and haven't been tuned into all of this? And why these aid packages are so important? This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Thursday, 19 October, Year of Our Lord, 2023. Uh, welcome to the still point in a, uh, not a turning world, but a world that is spinning rapidly out of control. And it's spinning out of control, not so much that officials and uh, this illegitimate regime uh, that runs the show in the D.C. Uniparty. It's, it's not that events are actually over, they're being overcome by events, OBE. Is that their own ineptitude and malfeasance is causing things to spin out of control. So let's step back and, and take a deep breath. Um, this fight on Capitol Hill, the fight which all chaos and this is, you know, it's, it's madness. This is about one central issue. Who actually governs you? And that's what we said the masks were, were going to come off. Who actually governs you? Do the people that you've put into office, you, through your hard work and your, um, and your donations and your working uh, phone banks and, and, and knocking on doors and getting out to vote and, and being forced multipliers and all that, do they have, your, they have the consent of the govern of what they're doing? This Jim Jordan versus the alternative, which is McHenry, and I'm going to walk you through how they've – this is the, um, the Rube Goldberg – solution they've come up of which they're going to roll out today is um is about the out of control spending and what the out of control spending has done in destroying our country and my backup is the uh is the wall street journal which i'll go through as we take the first uh, the first hour of this uh, this morning and kind of go through it and also look at hot spots around the world and how that's exacerbating it on this fight today, and I don't know if Jordan's going to come back up and try to make the third push today, but they're certainly working on an alternative. And the alternative is obviously unacceptable. And to Karl Rove and all the geniuses at the Wall Street Journal, Paul Gijo, all the, all the big brains that have done so much good for this country and had so many correct guesses. Um, if they try to push this through with McHenry, 
I agree with Chip Roy, who tweeted out last night. If this, if they go forward with this, this will be the equivalence of turning equivalent of turning the Republican Party into the Whig Party in the 1850s. The Whigs had been one of the two most powerful political parties up until that time, up until right before the Civil War and the 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 um, the, the, the divisiveness we had over uh, over slavery and, quite frankly, westward expansion. The McHenry alternative they're going to roll out today, uh, the great team over Washington Examiner, I think, gets to it. Here's what, and they haven't finally come into how they said they got Jim Jordan. And remember, Jim Jordan's a good man. He's a solid man. Jim Jordan 1.0 was the, was the bomb thrower uh, for the House Freedom Caucus. I say bomb thrower. They were the guys looking for, for to really get to a more limited government. Cuts then. Um, he doesn't have the most sophisticated team when it, you talk about working at this level. In other words, unlike McCarthy and Scalise, who have been either majority leader or minority leader and had these teams around them forever, who know how to do, who know how to whip votes, who know how to do headcounts, who also know how to make deals, how to make presentations. One of the things with Jim is he's just not a deal maker because he's never had to be. One of the ways you can show that, I think Jim's sitting on $8 million in cash right now. They say, hey, he's not a fundraiser. He can't fund. He's sitting on some of the most cash of any congressman. He could walk over to the NR, uh, the NRCC and, and stroke him a million dollar check, said, hey, I'm going to be a fundraiser. I'm going to do it. You could go cut deals and get to these uh, to the lawlers and the and, and the uh, swing congressmen, not not the appropriators, because you have three sets. You have kind of the appropriators, the Armed Services Committee and and the uh, and the mods. And you also have a big Scalise element to this, right? The, the vengeance of Scalise on everybody, the pox on all your houses of the Scalise team is so bitter that they didn't uh, they didn't get it. So they're going to try to push. They get they got Jordan behind closed doors last night. Just McCarthy and McHenry. Remember, McHenry is just the the nerd in the foreground. He's just the nudge, right? He he's not he's not a power player here. He, he's already crippled by the debt deal that he did. That it's so god awful. Um, oh, by the way, uh, about the debt deal, they've promised us tomorrow the Treasury they're going to release the numbers for the end of the fiscal year. EJ and Tony, EJ is going to join me at six o'clock because we're going to go through. The Biden, you got a two, you got a two punch play here. You got the, you got the appropriators in Capitol Hill at a standoff with MAGA, and on top of this, Biden's addressing the nation. And he's not going to address the nation with a real war plan to go through details of hey, what are we actually into in Ukraine? What are the objectives? What's the strategic outcome we're looking for? What are we doing with Israel? What are the conditions upon we're prepared to give them money because you know they want to come off the chain right now. And get into uh, and get into Gaza and uh, and bounce rubble, as they say. And you know you can't blame them for what happened last week. However, you know there's a lot of you know there's a lot of things that could go wrong in that. And you have to understand that no, he's just pitching for money. And the thing about the border, you heard Cassidy, the moron from Louisiana, um, a, a complete idiot. Um, it, it's nothing about securing the border or start deportations of people or change the amnesty laws that they they've they've jury rigged here. To um, they've jury rigged to make sure they can have more illegal invaders. It's just processing. They're just going to set up t- camps to process it quicker. Remember, in all everything going on where we don't have, I'm walking through the Wall Street Journal, the numbers in a second. We have all this going on. He's going to address the nation. He's going to look you in the eye, <laughs> and with a 880 billion dollar defense bill already been approved, already been authorized. The Senate has it, but they're just going to want more money, not less. He's going to ask you for a supplemental, a supplemental. When you're, you can, 60% of the nation can't make ends meet 
paycheck to paycheck. You have to put a credit card that's got a 29% APR on it. They're going to look you in the eyes and ask for $60 billion for the money laundering, child trafficking, bioweapons, fiasco, uh, the heart of darkness in Ukraine. Going to look you in the eye and ask for it as a supplemental over and above the $880 billion on top of the $113 billion at least. I think it's more that they're already on the hook. They already admit they gave them $60 billion. Essentially, they want 80, but they're going to try to jam it through for 60. There's going to be a taste in there for Israel. There'll be a little something for Taiwan to say, you can't go to vote against it. You guys, anti-CCP guys, we've got to defend Taiwan. And you're always whining about the border. Of course, you've got to put it in the border. The McHenry play, the pincer move, that's one. They're dangling it out there for the appropriators. Hey, baby, I got another. I got a trick or treat for you. I got a treat. Here's a treat. There, there, there's a feeding frenzy in this town with the arms manufacturers and, and the defense industry. They're foaming at the mouth. What do you mean? They're jumping around. They don't need to take Viagra. They got it. $100 billion. They got $100 billion of Biden dangling it out there. $100 billion supplemental on a $7 trillion budget we haven't even passed yet. And the McHenry play is to have is to let Jordan be the let Jordan be the uh, the um, going to be the the speaker designee. And he'll he'll stick around to January while McHenry and they'll cut a deal with Hakeem Jeffries to basically have a coalition government with the most radical Democrats in the world. This is what your money got you. This is this is what they think of you. Oh, by the way, Biden already sent one hundred million dollars to the Palestinians, one hundred million dollars. How much money did he send to East Palestine, Ohio? They get $100 million? No. You know why? They think the American working man and woman is nothing but trash. You don't deserve it. we got to send that overseas. Short commercial break. We'll be back in a moment. Last month, the G20 announced a plan to impose digital currencies and digital IDs on their respective populations. No, I'm not making that up. That is a fact. Central bank digital currencies essentially allow the government to track every purchase you make. They could even allow officials to prohibit you from purchasing certain products or easily freeze or seize part or all of your money. Let that sink in for a second. In essence, they enable the government to take more control over your personal finances. Concerned Americans are diversifying their assets into physical gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. If you want a physical asset held in a tax-sheltered retirement account, you should call Birch Gold 2. But learn for yourself. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and they'll send you a free info kit on gold. The easiest way to become a Birch Gold customer... If you have an IRA or 401k from a previous employer just gathering dust, Birch Gold can help you convert it into IRA into gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. Text Bannon to 989898. Claim your free info kit on gold. Then call Birch. Because if digital currency becomes a reality, and trust me, they're on the path to make it so, it'll be nice. To have some gold to fall back on. It's only worked for 5,000 years of mankind's history. Let Birch Gold work for you. Bannon, 989898. Text it right now. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. 
Okay, um, two things. I'm going to get to Brian Costello in a minute. A big move. We've got some victories here we've got to talk about because they all tie back to the uh, D.C. insider cartel. Uh, CNBC, I haven't gotten this, but if uh, if the engine room can get it to Mo and to Grace when I put it up, CNBC just announced Kelly Evans. It's official. Mortgage rates are 8%. A 400K house with a 20% down payment costs now $1,000 per month more than when Donald John Trump was president of the United States when he left. $1,000 a month more. How's that going to sit with you? Uh, poll out in the swing states by 65 to 14. The American people, this includes Democrats, the American people reject Bidenomics, say it's not working, it's awful. 65 to 14 in the seven battleground states. Also, the Wall Street Journal, I'm going to get more into this at 6, where we're going to do a pregame on the president's ask of $100 billion. The Wall Street Journal, Brian Friedman over there is the co-editor of the editorial page. By the way, note to self, Journal, he should take over from Zhou because Zhou is a disaster. Freeman actually, the, the Wall Street Journal cried uncle today. They basically agreed with what War Room with E.J. Antoni have been telling you for 90 days. Finally admitted it. The government financing bubble is bursting. You can't refinance this. They, they can't sell the bonds. The front page of the Journal today has got this thing we'll get into. It's, they, they got a new trick. The new trick is called the, uh, the new trick is called the, uh, the bond premium. They got a thing called the I'll get into it. It's called the term premium. They got you actually add something else to get you to buy the bonds. This government can't be financed. I told you this was going to happen, and now it's happened. In the Wall Street Journal, Brian Freeman, let's get that up. If Mo and Grace can put it out, everybody's got to read this. Even if you don't totally understand it, just start to absorb it. You understand it enough over time. That's why the 10-year Treasury's at what five. That's why the 30-year of 30-year mortgage is at eight percent. This is why your credit card debt is crushing you. This is inextricably linked. This is exactly what we're fighting for. Don't let them cloud. They don't. Oh, it's all chaos. It's no. The people that are dug in up there are the D.C. That is the D.C. insider cartel. They are dug in hard, and they're saying, "Hey, Jim Jordan, get out of here." Well. It's MAGA. It's not just Jordan. Jordan's just the instrument. It's MAGA. It's the grassroots who are getting buried versus these, the, the, uh, the old bulls or the cardinals that run appropriations, run armed services. Tonight, in your grill, this clown who just, remember, we pay, we pay for Egypt. We're giving money to Turkey. We, got, we pay for the, the, the Jordan guy walking around all puffed up in his uniform, the king. The king, 100%, this is all paid for by the United States of America. Hell, we just gave $100 million to the Palestinians, $100 million. The East Palestine, Ohio, get anything? No. No. They got to suck on this because they think you're trash. Tonight, In Your Grill is going to ask for $100 billion, including $60 billion for Zelensky, who hasn't shown any progress, all lies and misrepresentation about this spring offensive. This is purely a money laundering operation of the Democratic Party and certain other members of the D.C. insider cartel, a money laundering operation over and above the child trafficking, the bioweapon. We have no earthy, you have no earthy idea what's going on in Ukraine. None. Zero. 
What does he have to show for? What if he comes before the nation? What is he going to say today about objectives? We've put in one hundred and thirteen billion dollars. That's their count. I will tell you it's much more. And I will tell you that Zelensky and his cronies have been skimming it off the top. That's why Zelensky fired the top seven guys in his defense department. They're stealing with both hands in front of your face. They're mocking you and laughing at you. And now with, you know, knitted brow. Live from the Oval Office, the president of the United States. And he's going to make a pitch today. And he's going to give a taste. To, 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 it's going to a little thing for Taiwan to shut up the anti-CCP crowd. He's going to give a little something for the processing of the border, say it's border security, to say, hey, Bannon, you guys, you're all the big invaders in the invasion of America. You're voting down the money. And he's going to give a taste to Israel, of which we still need to see. I think we still need to see. He went over and owned it yesterday. He's hugging Netanyahu. Now the whole Arab world thinks it's our deal in Gaza. Well, if it is, it is. But let's let's find out what that deal is, at least in the overall outline. And $60 billion. They haven't passed a budget up there. You, you, it's locked up, and we've locked it up. This audience has locked it up. And now you got them whining. The calls are too mean. Hey, you know what's going to be a lot meaner? The financial collapse of this nation, which is upon us. The government can't sell used to be a totally safe security. The bond markets, if you, if you got a bond, if you have a government securities bond market portfolio and you thought that was the old way to clip coupons, you better call your broker and say, hey, could you mark to market? Because Bank of America just did it and they have $136 billion of unrealized losses in that portfolio. You ought to check out what's in yours. I want to bring, we got a win here though, but it's tied right back to the way this works. Brian Costello joins us. Brian, Last night, the first time a six-page letter went to Sequoia Capital to begin the investigation. Folks should understand, this is just the start. This is a preserve-your-documents move, Sequoia Capital, a viper's nest out there in Silicon Valley on, on, out uh, in Palo Alto, a viper's nest of traitors to this country, completely controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. Brian, give me a quick and dirty. What, what, what happened last night? And this gets right back to McCarthy, and it gets right back to Scalise. They've been taking money from these guys, and finally, as soon as they're moved out of the way a little bit, you got Gallagher, not the guy who should be doing it, not Turner at Intelligence. And if Turner is your congressman from the Dayton area, you ought to be lighting this guy up today. T- tell me what happened, uh, Brian, about with, uh, with Gallagher and these guys to begin. Th- this scandal about Sequoia Capital gets to the beating heart of what the problem in this nation is. Brian Costello. Yes. Hey, Steve. How are you? Um, Yeah. So Mike Gallagher last night launched a six page uh, letter to Sequoia Capital to its current managing partner, Roloff Butha and uh, Don Vieira, who used to work for Lisa Monaco, who's running public policy now for them um, and asked a bunch of very poignant questions about funding weapons. It was now now the thing that people should understand is the breadth of this letter, right? So this is a letter going from a bipartisan committee, a Princeton grad, former military GOP guy, uh, Mike Gallagher, to America's preeminent venture firm, questioning them about funding weapons in China. Okay, so what's not being said here is who else had this information and when, right? You mentioned Mike Turner. Well, I'll tell you right now, you talked about McHenry on the top of the show. McHenry is the only guy in Congress through the Financial Services Committee fighting outbound restriction of investment into China. McHenry has the ability right now 
to launch an yeah. investigation into Gary Gensler at the Securities Exchange Commission about covering up crimes <laughs> for one of the Sequoia principals. And he will not do it because he's beholden to the party donors. Okay. Hang, hang for a second. This is how it starts. Like the first leg getting Watergate. This investigation properly done is going to expose a scandal in this city. They're going to make people's heads blow up. And it's got as many Republicans. The Democrats have taken 80 percent of the money, but the Republicans are up there to the neck in it. McHenry, uh, McCarthy, Scalise, all of them and their teams. And we're yeah. going to drive this to get to the bottom of it. This was funding our enemies on American pension fund money. And these guys were getting basically kickbacks as campaign donations to shut up and let it continue. That in essence is the beating heart of this story. Correct, Brian? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's talk about that, Steve. You know, so if you look at the breadth of this letter, the footnotes, the depth that Gallagher sent out, right? Lisa Monaco, the deputy attorney general, Jake Sullivan on the National Security Council, Kirk Campbell on the National Security Council, Gary Gensler. What were they doing? Right. What have they been doing? Yes. It's Gallagher's job. Gallagher has two jobs, right? Um, You know, write new laws and oversee the government. Right. Oversee these functions. This should be a full scale investigation into multiple agencies within the Biden administration covering up crimes for China. Multiple yes. agencies. There's a criminal people, enterprise within the government, right. um, in the Democratic government, covering up crimes for these donors. And if, if you notice one thing on here, Steve, and, and I know you've hit on this show, one yep. of the investments of Sequoia yep. is TikTok, which has the ability yep. to influence elections. It, oh, no, to influence the 22 elections. With Taylor Swift, is going to be a massive element in 24. Don't, don't, don't think it's not. TikTok is a Chinese Communist Party uh, apparatus weapon. It's a weapon. She, Xi Jinping and you got the investor there. By the way, you got you got the government. You got the government. You've got people in the government. You got Mike Moritz. They funding the Democratic Party and the Republicans to keep to make sure the Republicans didn't expose it. Turn they they paid off McCarthy. They paid off Scalise with campaign donations. You're going to find McHenry. All of them. This is what we're fighting for right now. This ties directly back to this fight today. This is what the grassroots and this is what people this is why you need radical transparency. They have funded our enemies at the most advanced stages of weaponry that could take out a carrier battle group that none of their kids, sons or daughters are going to serve on. Take out a carrier battle group in the Straits of Taiwan on technology developed by the U.S. with money supplied by the pension funds where everybody made a fortune and they kicked it back into the Democratic Party and they paid the Republican Party to shut up. That's yeah, why I had tip to Gallagher. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, and if, yeah, Steve. Look, I mean, you got a Senate, right? I mean, these guys like Romney, they're from the financial services industry. They're from the investment industry. They all knew this was going on, right? Uh, you know, it's been called out in public hearings. Like, where's Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer on this? Where's House Intelligence? Where's Warner Brian, and Rubio? Right? Why did it take Gallagher? Brian, we got to we got to bounce. What's your Twitter and your social media? People have to follow you on this because you're putting up great stuff. Uh, Twitter's just BP Costello. I'm staying straight there right now. Okay, this is fantastic. Huge movement. We're gonna have a lot more to say on this today. Get her in at six o'clock. Brian Costello, thank you very much, yeah. brother. Thank okay, you, for Cash your Patel, yeah. Caroline Glick. Thanks, brother. We got to push this forward. This is what this fight's about. They're going to try to cover up all this stuff, but the McHenry move is basically a merger of Hakeem Jeffries and McCarthy's apparatus. 
to govern you in a coalition government of people that are out of control. All next in the war room. You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it, because it just might. More than 35,000 wildfires have devastated the U.S. this year. The toxins and particles in wildfire smoke can penetrate our lungs and threaten our health. That's why EnviroCleanse developed military-grade air purification for your home. And they just announced their biggest sale of the year. Save a massive 30% off during their Labor Day sale. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That's why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air. Now's the time to save 30% off your air purification unit. Get the free air quality monitor and fast free shipping. That's a 250 bucks savings. Visit ekpure.com and use code Steve. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. Let me repeat, ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. Take action, use your agency, do it today, get the benefits of the sale. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. Uh, this fight... This fight right now of uh, this fight of um, the grassroots versus the um, the powers that be. That's what it is. The Appropriators Armed Services Committee. But this is the fight we've wanted. We've never had this fight. It's now out in the open. They've tried to protect themselves and not have this fight. They tried to throw and have all kind of you know shiny toys. People running around. This is the fight. And. Um, a victory here would be unbelievably massive, but it is not going to come easy, folks, because you're talking about, you know, seven, ten trillion dollars a year. The allocation of that money. This is uh, this is all about the lobbies are telling these guys, hey, you get you get an omnibus bill. You drag this thing on, you get a CR, get an omnibus. I can put I'll pay you. You get one line in here on that 2000 page bill. One line can change somebody's life. That's what the fight's about. They've just called, even as we speak, they've just called a conference, a struggle session again. Nothing scheduled this morning. They called a conference for 11 o'clock. They're going to go behind closed doors for another struggle session. Lauren Fox reports, and this is put up by the Punchbowl guys, uh, Jim Jordan said a conference at 11, asked if he, Jordan, thinks it might be uh, worth empowering McHenry for a while. Jordan said... And I quote, we're looking to bring the conference together. We're going to talk about all kinds of options, I think, at the conference, end quote. Note to Jim Jordan. That's not, you know, that's not a good quote. You have to say, bringing the conference together. We don't give a damn about bringing the conference together. We give a damn about saving this republic. That's what we care about, and that should be the top of your mind. I don't care about bringing the conference together with half of those weasels and snakes and pencil necks up there and gutless cowards. We're not what you're trying to do, what they're trying to do, Brother Jordan, in making you the designee, the speaker designee and wait until January 
is to audition you. It's like a mail order bride back in, I don't know, back in the 1870s or something out west. And they're going to put McHenry as the front man, the professorial bow-tied front man. What a shorter version of, uh, of George Will. Going to put him there in his sartorial splendor, so prof- professorial. Such a genius. He gave you the debt deal. He was the lead negotiator. No limits two years after the 24 election to save the donors because that's what it's always about is to save the donors to any increased taxes. So everything they want, you have to pay for. That's a great system. They wonder why people are angry. They wonder why maybe they're getting an angry phone call. You, you ever think, but gosh, why are these people so angry? Why are they so angry? Well, they're going to jam $100 billion down your throat tonight. I wonder why they're angry. I can't figure that out. Why are these people so angry? They're so angry. If you're mad enough to spit, then you're paying attention. What they're going to try to do is merge. They're going to turn it over to Hakeem Jeffries. All the work you've done, every doorbell you've knocked on, every dollar you've given them, think about it. And not agreeing that the appropriators are out of control and this government's out of control and the, and the, and the Wall Street Journal, which is no fan of War Room, finally admits today, Brian Freeman writes this piece uh, about uh, the bubble, the government bubble bursting. They finally admit it. You can't refinance this thing. It's going to explode to the detriment of the hobbits. In that, they're going to essentially turn the keys over to the most irresponsible, radical people on the face of the earth, and that would be the Democrats in these solid blue, big urban districts that, one, can't count and don't need to count because the perpetual money machine of the Federal Reserve just keep printing, baby. Let's do it. This is the crisis. If 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 you don't understand where this country actually is with a massive invasion of its southern border, and a, an apparatus that is fiscally not irresponsible, malfeasant. And a central bank that will just keep backing it up. And now it's come to the time you can't even sell the government bonds. And that's why the rates are jacking up. And that's why the refinancing is going to crush this country. And everybody under 40 years old, understand, I've said for years, you're Russian serfs. You being a Russian serf will be something great to you in years to come because you're going to have nothing. You're going to have nothing. And these people on Capitol Hill that are dug in and not giving up their power and not giving up their privileges and not giving up their prestige and not giving up their sinecures. This is how the country lawyer comes here with no net worth, making a hundred what do they make one hundred fifty thousand dollars pre-tax. And next thing you know, they're all multimillionaires, Mitch McConnell and this crowd. This is how this is how the system works. This is how the system rolls. And you pay for it. David Korn, David Korn and Mother Jones, he's he's all upset yesterday with, with Alex Jones and myself. He says conspiracy theorists is blowing. He says Bannon's there and he's he's connected the Chinese Communist Party with the Persians. He's all upset I call them Persians. That means you have to call them Persians. They're Persians. It's the Persians. Forget Iran. Iran's not even a relevant entity. It's the Persians. This is a fight we've been having for 3,000, 4,000 years. 
at 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 at, at uh, with uh, with 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 the Greeks and the Romans and now the Americans. That's what it is. And yes, they're working in conjunction with the Chinese Communist Party. Do I say that? Why don't you look at today, David Korn, pull up Semaphore. And Jay Solomon, one of the best reporters in the area, talks about today, hey, China's made a play and they're actually backing the Palestinians. And oops, how the Americans miss that? Here's how you missed it. They called a play. That's why they got, they got Putin over there. They're rubbing up on each other, giving each other wedding cake. Looking at each other's eyes. A successful second date. They're on that. They're on the legendary third date. Cash Patel, but that's not just where they, we got the Persians. First off, the country's totally infiltrated. The, the Sequoia deal is going to show you how the Chinese Communist Party has infiltrated tech. They've infiltrated Silicon Valley, Capitol Hill. They got money everywhere, and they're making. Remember, CCP is a good partner, guys. You can make money. They have no problem with you making money. Because they understand how they're going to buy you off in the West. Because of your greed. That's what Neil Shen, the Chinese Communist Party operative, ran Sequoia and spread money everywhere. And that's why Gallagher on the China Committee at least has the stones to start the six-page letter. Hey, trust me, the lawyers at, uh, at, uh, at Sequoia got tight sphincter muscles today. Because this is just a start, baby. When you get in there, and I'm even talking about the perversion of the partners, that will come out later. That's one. Cash Patel. We got we got the Persians have infiltrated this all over town. It's an open yeah, I, secret. Let's let's just lay the cards on the table and have a frank adult conversation about where we are. We got eight main invaders have come across, invited in by this illegitimate regime and paid for by the American taxpayers. Now we're no, spread yeah. out all over hell's half acre. Go ahead, brother. Tell me about the Persian infiltration of our government. Yeah, I know you're sitting down, but you're probably going to need a couch after this one. Look, I laid it out in my op-ed last week. The groundwork about the intentional intelligence failures of the Biden regime has led to this World War IV, and I promised the War Room Posse I'd come back. I'm just finishing the op-ed right now that lays out what I'm going to tell you right now. First ever heard preview. The intelligence decisions by the Biden administration reprioritizing away from the southern border, away from terrorists, away from Iran, away from China. Do you know who they're being made by? There's one individual in the White House National Security Shop, head of intelligence programs. His name is Maher Batar. Maher Batar. Yes, remember that name. He is solely responsible for prioritizing what collection efforts on intelligence or tier one, two, three, and four for President Biden. Why is this guy's name important? Well, one, he used to work for Samantha Powers, but let's put that aside in the United Nations. Two, we just found a photo of Meher Batar um, recently um, wearing Palestinian garb, raising a hand behind a picture that said, we want Jewish apartheid. This is the guy in charge of intelligence operations for the United States of America. That's step one. Step two, Robert Malley. Biden's number one envoy, the guy that's supposed to be keeping us out of war in Iran, had his clearance, security clearance, suspended by Chris Ray's FBI, of all people, just two months ago. You got to ask why. They won't publicly release it. Well, let me tell you why. Because a individual named Ariane Tabatabe, who, by the way, is currently running our special operations office at the Department of Defense was installed there by Robert Malley. Yes, the former presidential envoy to Iran installed this Iranian national to that position in DOD 
And do you know what she did in 2014? She emailed the prime minister's office in Iran, excuse me, the foreign minister, Javed Zarif, and asked for permission as a U.S. citizen to take a trip on behalf of the U.S. government. This individual is still employed at the Department of Defense as the assistant chief of staff for the special operations office. The Iranian regime has infiltrated the Biden administration. We have to find out why Robert Malley got booted. We know this has to do with this lady um, in part, but do you think Chris Ray's FBI would suspend his security clearance and remove him from his post if it wasn't something totally cataclysmic? This is what I'm talking about. We have to put intel in its place. And these people have been installed um, by our enemies to distract away from protecting against American priorities on the border and taking out the CCP and Iran. And hang now on, hang on, they're hang, in the hold, house. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Go through all three again in the positions they're in. These are not random grundoons, right? No. You go in these meetings, they got 50 people. These are players. Give me, give me the billet and the person and, 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 and our problem with them, Cash. Mahar Batar, the head of intel programs in the National Security Council. He sits in the White House and is responsible for all of intelligence collection priorities in the United States of America. This guy is the one who we now have, and I've posted on Truth Social, a photo uh, being pro-Palestinian and standing in front of a picture that supports the apartheid of the Jews in Israel. Oh, I forgot to tell you this about him, Bannon. Meher Batar was general counsel to Adam Schiff when I was doing the Russiagate investigation. This dune authored the Schiff memo. And then Robert Malley, Biden's presidential envoy to Iran, suspended by the FBI because of a security clearance issue, has now been taken off the case. And Ariana Tabatai is the assistant chief of staff to the Department of Defense's Special Operations Office. She is the one directly communicating with the Iranian foreign ministry. Yeah, exactly. Okay, those three. That's it. Cash. How many times do how many times do you have senior level guys, senior level personnel directly from the president that has a security clearance pulled? How often does that happen? Well, it happens to us, but never by Chris Ray to a Biden administration official. So you got to ask the question, what the heck are you doing? And why is in House Intel all over this investigation? Why haven't they subpoenaed Ray and been like, wait a second, you got to tell us why this guy, who is the number one Iranian diplomat for the United States of America, has been suspended. It's like the story just disappeared. And how is his emissary still employed at the Department of Defense and communicating with Iranian officials? Cash, can you hang on for one second? We're going to go to commercial break. And I'm going to get Caroline Glick into this conversation. We're going to take a short commercial break here. I want to make sure everybody goes to uh, birchgold.com slash Bannon. Get the uh, it's a four part series now. We started a couple of years ago. The end of the dollar empire, uh, particularly the de dollarization movement that's going to lead the BRICS to then some sort of currency that they can back, not convertible in gold, but backed in gold. The rise of the global south, the rise of the BRICS, the Chinese Communist Party, and the Persians. And the Persians are deeply embedded in the United States government. Trust me, deep. We're going to get to all of it. Caroline Glick from Israel next in the world. If you're sick and tired of the globalist leftist takeover of America's corporations, go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon and support a company that actually believes in America. 
For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Let me repeat, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn Story and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I'm proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left, without funding people that hate you. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT, P-A-T-R-I-O-T, 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. If anybody wants to stay fully informed of what's going on with our ally Israel in this entire war, uh, Caroline Glick's uh, YouTubes or her uh, her postings are, are an incredible tool to do that. She joins us now from Jerusalem. Can you put it? Biden is going to address the nation tonight from the Oval Office, but it looks like the biggest part of that presentation is going to be sixty billion dollars for Ukraine. Can, can you give us walk us through? His visit, and including you know, the Arab nations, just insulted him and said, won't even meet with him. Like, where are we in this entire thing, Caroline? All right. So there's still a lot of fog of war about what's happening. There are a lot of contradictory and, and bombastic reports, frankly, about what the United States is, is in, intending to do in terms of supporting Israel. When reporters asked Biden on Air Force One on his way back to the United States last night, um, whether... He had agreed to um, fight Hezbollah if uh, it attacks Israel, uh, more more or less. He said no, uh, and there had been some speculation that he was he had uh, made certain commitments to Israel that uh, if uh, Hezbollah uh, significantly escalates, it's already uh, very swiftly escalating assaults against Israel. He just absorbed twenty missiles in northern uh, uh, Israel over the past uh, hour. Um, that uh, the United States would get engaged to uh, block that. And uh, so he denied that report then. And then there have been other reports today that we may see some sort of a uh, consortium of great powers of the United States, Britain, France, and Germany uh, putting together some sort of a force uh, that would uh, work to deter Iran and Hezbollah from expanding the war to a regional one. In the meantime, uh, U.S. forces in Iraq and in Syria are under attack the Conoco oil field in Syria as well as the Tomf Air Base was were both attacked today by Iranian militia and yesterday I think I don't think it happened again today but that two US bases were attacked in Iraq with drones uh also by Iraqi uh, Hezbollah is what they call themselves so they're also uh Iranian militia uh in in Iraq so the United States and and the United States embassy in in um Beirut is being besieged by, uh, I think, thousands of Hezbollah 
members um, now. And of course, Hezbollah was the group that bombed the Marine barracks in 1983, as well as the U.S. Embassy in Beirut that year. So uh, we're seeing that again now. Um, so that's what's happening there. But when Biden came specifically, uh, the policy that he laid out was one of support effectively for Hamas, because he demanded that Israel enable uh, so-called humanitarian relief to Gaza. And of course, uh, um, or not of course, but the fact is that humanitarian relief for Gaza is not actually humanitarian relief. It's resupply to Hamas because Hamas controls Gaza. They control everything that enters Gaza and Hamas uh, uses anything that it wants that enters Gaza before it allows anybody else to get anything. What's certain is that the 203 Israeli hostages that are being held by the sadists in Gaza are not going to receive any of that relief. It's only going to go to Hamas and, and whatever loyalists they want to parse it out to. And we also don't know what will be in those trucks because the people inspecting them are going to be beholden to Hamas. So he said, first of all, Israel has to allow trucks uh, into Gaza full, filled ostensibly with uh, uh, water and, and food and medicine. Uh, and uh, he also pledged $100 million dollars uh, to uh, Hamas, saying that that was going to be a relief aid that the U.S. was going to give to Gaza. There's been some speculation that what that really is is a uh, ransom for the U.S. hostages being held, because I think 30 of the 203 Israeli hostages are either also American citizens or specifically American citizens. Did did uh, did uh, did the War Cabinet walk him through? The actual the, the the thing itself the 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 battle plan or the plan for going in and, and digging out not just Hamas leadership but the fighters in Gaza. Well, I mean, Israel's war goal is to eradicate Hamas as a military organization and also as a regime. That's the that's the explicit goal that Israel has set for itself in this war. Um, and Biden uh, said that he and Netanyahu and Netanyahu's ministers in the war cabinet discussed those plans. Um, he was asked on Air Force One on his way home whether he believed that his visit to the region had, or to Israel had diminished the chance of an Israeli land invasion of Gaza. And he didn't answer specifically. He said that we're looking at a lot of different options and that our military people are, t- are in discussions about this with their military people, which was a very discouraging statement uh, from an Israeli perspective, because it indicated that he was working to block Israel from actually taking the offensive action that we need to take in order to defend ourselves. Do is information war is 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 as important as the actual kinetic part of this? Do you believe that Israel is already starting to lose the information war, like the the hospital fiasco where it was Hamas or it was a Palestinian jihad rocket? Uh, in a parking lot, but the New York Times and the BBC immediately went with it was Israel. And uh, uh, and here in the United States, we had a Jewish student group yesterday take over one of the um, one of the Capitol Hill office buildings with a protest for ceasefire. Now, do you, do you think Israel is losing the information war? I, I mean, I, I just did my podcast on it, and people it'll be going up uh, later today. The Carolyn Glick Show uh, on JNS.org. but the the um, what what I what I said there was that the terrorist war doctrine uh, against Israel uh, involves basically two stages. The first stage is the assault. In this case, it was a one-day Holocaust where they murdered a thousand seven hundred Jews in the most sadistic way uh, imaginable. And 
unimaginable. In fact, it, it's unimaginable what they did to our people. Um, but uh, uh, then the second stage is uh, to cry victim and to play victim and uh, to spew blood libels against the Jews until the Western powers come in, condemn Israel, and the United States restrains Israel and blocks Israel from actually achieving the goal of, of defeating uh, the terrorists that just massacred our, our, uh, our people. And so that's sort of been the playbook over and over and over again, not only for Hamas, but for the PLO, Palestinian Authority, for Islamic Jihad, and for Hezbollah. That's that's the playbook. And it, and it works because of the prevalence of anti-Semitism in the Western world. So when you you, you present yourself as a victim and you, and the Jews as the oppressor, um, it, it immediately finds uh, sympathy, particularly on the progressive left, only not 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 only there. And um, they latch on to this narrative because it's convenient and they like it, which is why, you know, the, the, the allegation that Israel had bombed Ali Hospital in, in Gaza was completely absurd. And they claimed, you know, five yeah. seconds after it happened that five people were 500 people were dead. I mean, how would you know that? And the footage that was coming from inside of the hospital showed no shards and no Car debris. Car and uh, it was just Carolyn, people hang milling around. Second. We're just we're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to return in 90 seconds. Carolyn. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit JaceMedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, JaceMedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, Medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. 
Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM Health, all one word, WARROOMHealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.